Katie. I'm Hannah. And this, this is, is One, One Kiss, Kiss Means Forever. Forever. Uh, this is the podcast that discusses what is terrible and what is brilliant in our made-for-TV romances, such as Hallmark, Netflix, and the like. Yeah. How you doing, Katie? You know, I'm actually doing pretty well. Good. It's summertime. Yeah. Or it's beautiful weather outside it's anyway. really nice out. I know. It's true. So yeah. I wish I wish I had the capability of like doing this podcast outside. You know, but noise. Noise is like a problem. Yeah, and if we, <laughs> like we wouldn't be able to. No. If it sound terrible. Yeah. So, it's too bad. But I, I understand. Let's put really... a skylight. <laughs> In your rented apartment. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we actually have a little bit of a new thing for you. We're um, gonna do a Netflix movie. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I mean, unlike most of the things that we do, this movie airs on being brilliant and not terrible. <laughs> yeah, it still fits our brand, but it's not, uh, it's it's just better. It's not love to hate it. This one is yeah. actually just love. So why don't you yeah. tell us about it? So um, I'm sure a lot of people have already seen this because, again, Netflix and it's popular Netflix mm-hmm. is from what I can tell. Um, we're going to talk about Always Be My Maybe. Yay! Um, and the little like blurb about it is, reunited after 15 years, famous chef Sasha, that is hard to say, by the way. Um, say ten times fast. Go. No, I'm not going <laughs> to try. Um, and hometown musician Marcus feel the old sparks of attraction, but struggled to adapt to each other's worlds. And it's stars and was written by uh, Ali Wong and Randall Park. Hooray. Yeah. Um, so Sasha, who is Ali Wong, um, and Marcus, who is Randall Park, uh, they are childhood friends. Uh, Sasha is often left to fend for herself at home uh, because her family uh, is running a little shop, so they leave her home alone to fend for herself. Um, and so she is essentially adopted by uh, Marcus's family. They live next door, so she goes over to their house a lot. Um, she loves cooking, and Marcus's mother, Judy, is a large part of how she learns to cook and why she loves it so much. Yeah. Yeah, she teaches her so much. Um, so when Sasha and Marcus are 18, Judy unexpected, unexpectedly dies. It's, there's some kind of accident or something. Um, and as part of the way they cope with it, um, Sasha and Marcus lose their virginities to each other. Uh, in the back of his car. <laughs> um, it's hot. Yeah. Um, but because of Marcus's hurt, he ends up pushing her away. You know, he's doing the, like, you didn't lose her, I lost her, even though they, they both definitely lost her thing. Um, and they lose touch for 15 years. Yep. So fast forward to the present day, and Sasha is now a big-time celebrity chef with a very successful restaurant in L.A., and she's ready to expand into other markets, go to other cities. Um, she's currently engaged to her marketing manager, um, and uh, who is a proper dick, like these people should be. <laughs> um, and but also, like, a really hot 50. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a really hot 50. Yeah. Who? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Marcus still li- Marcus is still lives in San Francisco with his father, and he's working in the family um, air conditioning repair business. Um, and he is still playing in the band that he was in in high school. Yeah, which is sort of 
cute that they like were like, no, we like doing this and we do that and we're gonna stay here. Yeah, they're great. Um, so Sasha is going to open her next restaurant in San Francisco, where she's from, and she, you know, she knew Marcus. Um, but due to business things, mostly being that her fiance is like, I have this opportunity overseas. Um, she ends up breaking up with her fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, and her assistant slash best friend from high school slash current best friend, um, uh, rents a house for her and hires Marcus and his father to install the AC there. Um, and so when Marcus shows up to, you know, deal with that, um, he and Sasha meet for the first time uh, since they slept together. And it's as awkward as it should be. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but she does have a lot of love for um, uh, Marcus's father, uh, for sure, because she was very close with them. And she's feeling really lonely um, when she gets to San Francisco. Like, she doesn't have a fiance anymore. Her best friend is busy with the restaurant and pregnant. Um, so Sasha decides to kind of pursue the friendship with Marcus. She goes to see their band play. Um, so there she meets Marcus's girlfriend, who is a very earthy, crunchy, weird, dreadlocked chick. Um, <laughs> and clearly Marcus's friends and bandmates don't like her at all, but they can't say anything. They don't say anything. Marcus is also very uncomfortable with her and just seems to be out, like seems to be going out with her just out of convenience. But with Marcus in a relationship, it doesn't have to be weird, and Sasha and Marcus start hanging out again. Um, so they seem pretty safe with each other. Um, Sasha gets to really be herself for a, the first time in a long, long time. Yeah, because she's famous, so she has to do, like, famousy things. Yeah. And, like, you know, he gets to call her on things like phone voice and, like, interview voice. And, you know. <laughs> so um, because they're hanging out, Marcus is sort of falling for Sasha because you know, like, she, he genuinely likes this person as, and has always liked her um, in that way. Um, and his father is like, you should tell her. Like, you clearly like her. Um, so he's sort of ready to do so. Mind you, he has not split up with this girlfriend, in case you thought I missed that bit, because I didn't. Um, uh, when Sasha drops a bombshell that she met somebody. Mm. Um, and, you know, she's like, oh my god, I met him, and it, it's great. The sex is amazing. That's basically. <laughs> it was a very like girlfriend to girlfriend conversation. And I was totally. like, he is not into this and he is making weirdo like I don't like this faces. It's great. <laughs> um so but she invites Marcus to double date with her and her new beau. Um okay. I feel like Spoiler alert, if you have not seen this movie or the commercials for this movie, I don't really know. But her new guy is a very, very pretentious Keanu Reeves. Yes. <laughs> and this is not Keanu Reeves playing some character. This is Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yes, it is Keanu Reeves. It's amazing. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Uh, they go out on the, do- the double date, to- and it is Marcus is very, very confused because the restaurant is just every hyperbolic, terrible, trendy restaurant trope that you can think of. Sasha's being really weird. His, uh, Marcus's girlfriend is like super puppy dog starstruck with Keanu Reeves, obviously. And um, 
after dinner, they decide to go back to Keanu's um, hotel and they end up playing um, a bunch of games, but it, it culminates in Truth or Dare. And during this during this game of Truth or Dare, Marcus learns that Sasha had a crush on him in high school. It's this really sweet moment when they're like, who is your crush? She was like, oh, Marcus. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah. Um, so Keanu and Marcus you know, are, are, are sort of having a little bit of a pissing contest. Um, yeah, the dicks are on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because sort of goaded into it, Marcus ends up punching Keanu Reeves in the face. Um, and <laughs> so Keanu asks him to leave. <laughs> you should go. <laughs> <laughs> and Sasha goes with him. But the girlfriend stays. Yeah. Which I feel like is just like, oh, yeah, okay. And th- this feels right. That distracts. <laughs> um, and, and Keanu even gets them a, an Uber, and it's an Uber pool. <laughs> and I just was like, that. There, there's so much about that that's just like, I'm going to be weirdly passive-aggressive about this. <laughs> um, so great. But uh, because they end up sharing a ride and being like, what the fuck was that? Like, that was crazy. Uh, they end up hooking up for, I guess, the second time in their lives. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they're making out in the back of this Uber, and this is an Uber pool where somebody <laughs> else in the car hit them, and it's great. So, but everything is going well for Sasha and Marcus as a couple until there's an event before the opening of her San Francisco restaurant. Um, Marcus is not famous and he feels very out of place nor does he want to be famous like he's doing everything in his power to not even with his band to to not shine um so um when he dresses up he's dressed wrong he he can't really be in the pictures with Sasha on the red carpet so he holds her purse and he it's feeling he's feeling pretty like brought down kind of emasculated a little bit if if that's a yeah if that's a thing <laughs> so um because Marcus did not have a good time at this thing and, and didn't feel right, um, he and Sasha have a, a fight. And Sasha is planning to open her San Francisco restaurant and then move on to open a New York restaurant. Like, so she's there. She basically has a time limit in San Francisco at the moment. And she has wanted Marcus to come with her, but because of this fight, uh, she's like, don't come to my opening. And then she's like, I love you, but, like, I can't do this. Um, And so, you know, he's like, I'm not coming to New York. I have to stay here for my dad. And they break up. So Marcus is miserable, of course. Um, He sabotages his band's audition to play at a bigger venue, which was something that has taken him years to do. They finally do it, and he gets, like, drunk and makes a fool out of himself. His friends and bandmates are understandably super upset, and they force him to look at his life, look at his choices. Um, So he realizes that he actually does want to be with Sasha, and he's fucked up a whole lot. Um, He wants to be with her wherever she is, with whatever she's doing. He realizes that nothing is really binding him to San Francisco. Um, it, It was his dad, but his dad is actually reminds him that he is a person and it's not Marcus's job to take care of him. So Yeah. And also like the his dad is like, you know what, like, yeah, I lost my wife, but it's not like I'm you know, infirm. Like yeah. you're you know, it's probably like fifty, maybe. Like I'm not 
I, I think, like, at the time of the, this movie, like, his dad is between, like, 60 and 65. Like, yeah. he's totally fine on his own. <laughs> he does have diabetes, so part of the thing was, like, shooting him up with insulin was part of Marcus's job. But um, he's like, I, I can't. I can't give myself a shot. Like, yeah, right. What are you talking about? Yeah, he, like he's he's definitely an adult. Yeah. Um. So Sasha is in New York, and she's, uh, set to receive a, a chef award of some kind. <laughs> I don't really know what. It's at the Met. That's how much I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, her parents, who she's had this strange relationship since her childhood because they left her alone all the time, um, fly in to like show her that they actually care about her, and they, you know, like. They they were immigrants, and they, they had some issues when she was a kid, but, like, now they, like, feel settled and home, and they're they can... proud of her. Yeah, right. They can be proud of her, and they can show her by, by spending full price at her restaurant, which I thought was <laughs> very... Like, I realized, like, everyone in this movie is Asian, and there are, like, Asian stereotypes happening in, like, a good way. Yeah. But also, I was like, oh, and Jewish parents would do this, too. <laughs> this feels very, like, okay, I, I didn't use a coupon. That's how much I love you. <laughs> we didn't show them pictures to prove we were repaired to get a discount. <laughs> right. Um, we didn't we didn't talk you up at all. And we got extra shrimp. <laughs> um, but so she brings them as her, her guests in, like, the cutest way yeah. to, to this dinner because they're like – you know, she's stopped by the press on her way in, and they're like, who's your date? And she's like, I couldn't decide, so I brought two. And this is my mom and dad. And I was like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> um, and then Marcus shows up, like, behind the reporters <laughs> on the red carpet, and he is like, I want to be with you, and I don't care that it means I just have to hold your purse. I want to hold your purse. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and she... Finds his declaration really heartfelt, and she forgives him, and they kiss, and we know they're going to make it, because even in a movie like this, one, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever. Um, plus, it, it doesn't hurt that Sasha's New York restaurant is based on his mom's cooking, and it's yeah. called Judy's. So that's a, a sweet little button yeah. for, for this. Yeah. Um, it's really sweet. I loved this movie. Oh, so much. So, so much. It was great. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, both Ali Wong and Randall Park are not only beautiful, <laughs> they're they're really good looking people, but they're so funny and like authentic and they, 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 they're they, so great. Both of them have control over their faces in a way of like, they can make these expressions that I'm like that's what I want to look like when I think these things, but I feel like it doesn't come out quite the same. And it comes out of, like, I look a little bit weird, where, like, you just, you can do it right, and I, yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel like my face is so weird, but, like, Ali Wong is just, like, chiseled, and, oh, she's so great. Anyway, um, so I feel like we should go right into, like, segments. I think so, too. I'm not sure since, well, this is Hallmark Hallmarks, even, even though, though it's not yeah. Hallmark. So I'm calling it Netflix Classics. Yeah, I think we can still call it Hallmark Hallmark Hallmarks. Um, so I have, um, so Girl Comes Home After Becoming Uber Successful. I have that too. Um, has a dick fiance. That's a trope. Um, the elder parents allude to them, uh, the main people, as I thought you'd always end up together, yeah. um, is a big, big trope. Um 
the fact that uh, one thing we often see is like the girlfriend of one of them being a fan of the other. Like uh, Marcus's girlfriend is a huge fan of Sasha Tran. Um, she was like, oh my God, I love your work. It's so yeah. great. I'm going to cook for you and it's going to be wonderful. And it's like what? Like hot dogs and, pop- and spaghetti or something? Yeah. Uh, or like, right. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was definitely. It, it, was, it was the kind of thing that, you know, I, I will admit to not really being like a, a food watching food uh, like a food show watching person except for nailed it but it's mostly because i like failing things um (laughs) (laughs) but like i i understand the concept of like that looks really good and i want it i want it whereas like this like actively i was like even as a vegetarian i'm just like nothing like that is it looks like spaghetti with hot dogs and ketchup or something like yeah. it's really nasty sounding um we have a cleaning up my shit montage which is one of my favorite things who doesn't <laughs> love a montage but i love the whole like, like i'm getting my act together i'm going through my shit montage um which is something you see a lot and the last thing that i have for hallmark hallmarks is uh, the public proclamation which i usually hate and this time was no exception i still hated it yeah, I hated that it was public. I loved all the words that he said. Yes. But yeah, I was I was very upset that it was public because I also was like, no, we do this in private, people. Again, I loved it. Yeah. And I wish he did it at her door. Yeah, or or had or somehow <gasps> that he had somehow um uh, caught her before she walked in and did it and maybe yeah. in front of the parents but not in front of the reporters yeah. every time that this has happened so many times but I don't know if you do this but every time that there's one of those moments where someone is in like with the reporting or whatever I always say I'm from horse and hound <laughs> <laughs> because the only time that has ever worked is in Notting Hill <laughs> when he had to pretend that he was from horse and hound <laughs> magazine <laughs> So I'm calling that the horse and hound moment, yeah. like that kind of public proclamation. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple other cool. ones as well because I had some of the same ones you did. But um, the simu- simultaneously researching the other, mm. where they have like like you have essentially it's not, I don't think they do split screen, but it's like back and forth of like them googling the other. Um, that happens periodically, and I think it's I think it's cute. Um, mm-hmm. um, and that the, her friend is a little bit too into the relationship. She's like, I, she hires Marcus to do the AC, like knowing exactly what she's doing. Yeah. Um, and is a little bit like, yeah, you should go for it. You should go for it. You should go for it. And I'm like, honey, you are a like seven or eight month pregnant lesbian over here. <laughs> deal with, deal with you. <laughs> like you, you, like we, we only ever see her girlfriend or wife. I'm not sure what they're like. Yeah. Uh, in the delivery room. It's like, I feel like this person is a little bit more important maybe, but it's okay. <laughs> um, yep. Yes. Oh, 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 I have one more. No, I don't. I, <laughs> I realized it was something, it was, some, it was something totally. Okay. I, I took very few notes. I did too. During this movie because I was so enthralled with the watching of it. Which I know. never happens when we do this. Yeah. Um, I love, oh, it was just so much it fun. It was so much fun. So I do have an Across the Universe. I do too, but do you want to do Pretty Parade first? Oh, yeah. I usually do Pretty Parade first. I have a few. 
Um, she has a gold dress on at some point. Yeah, I had that too. And I thought it was beautiful and loved it. Um, her laptop case, I loved it. Like, because usually, I don't know, laptop cases are usually pretty bad in these movies. Partially because they are trying to cover up the logo of the computer because they don't want to pay the computer, the company. Mm -hmm. um, and partially just because... I don't know. They're, like, real boring. Hers was really pretty, and... What did it look like? I don't remember. I just what? remember <laughs> being like, oh, it was really pretty. So... Was it, a, was it like, a marble effect I, or something like that? It was something like that. Like like that. Marble? Yeah, something like that. It was really... It, it was it was a pattern, and it, I really liked it. Um, and the last thing was her San Francisco restaurant decor was so pretty. It had, like, bird cages mm. and, like sparkly lights and they like make fun of it at certain points but like I was really into it I, I would have like, felt at home there yeah too. it was really I was like yep I want to go to dinner there I like it a lot so across the universe yes I, I'm imagining we have the same one you but, go first so at one point they say Netflix just called yes <laughs> That is my, that was my too. which <laughs> Netflix fucking does this. Yes, they're, they're really on top of their, like, we are promoting ourselves in these movies. <laughs> yes. And I think we even talk about it in, like, our first, yeah, uh, first episode. It, like, our intro how, episode. Yeah. yeah. About how self-aware it is. <laughs> they're often watching another thing on Netflix, like, or whatever. They mention it. Somebody's, like, talking about Stranger Things, whoever. Yeah. Um, but what they say is, Netflix just called, Kevin James is going to play a young Benjamin Franklin. And I was, and I actually looked up to see if that was true. <laughs> It's not, but I was wondering if maybe that was their way of promoting, like, historical roasts that is that yeah, about thing, to start yeah. happening. Kevin James did not do that, but maybe he has yet to. Yeah, maybe it's going maybe, to happen. Maybe. Or maybe it's their, like, if we say it, it will happen. <laughs> if you build it, they will come. While we're talking about Netflix, I kind of want to talk about the fact that because this is a streaming thing and Netflix has been nominated for Academy Awards, which means this is not... To, technically tv but we're calling it made for tv movie well it's yeah it's sort it still falls into that category for yeah. me just because like i'm watching I mean, it on my tv yeah like it's not it's not a movie in the same way that like a movie that's in theaters is is a movie yeah you're right I yeah i don't know it feels like it's it drops the same way a hallmark movie does that's true the production quality is a lot better, yeah but so. also Netflix, I mean, Netflix makes a shit ton of these things, so there is that. But, like, the, the quality of the people involved tends to be higher. Mm -hmm. And I say that with love to Hallmark. No, and it's true, but I like I do remember you and I going through Netflix one time when we first decided to do this podcast, and we were like, these movies are too good. Yeah. Uh, we can't do these. Right, and, like, they're, you know... The nice thing about Netflix is, you know, they're they're not like Hallmark in that they're super chaste. Um, so, like, these characters can have sex. They can it's have a, more than one kiss. <laughs> yes. Um, but I feel like this one still falls into that rom-com genre where, like, some of them are not quite there. They're a little bit – like, a lot of the ones they've done recently are sort of teen. Yep. And that's not quite what we do. Nope. Anyway, 
Um, new and noteworthy, did you have anything? I did. Okay. So I have two things. Mm-hmm. One new and noteworthy was the fact that during that fight, before they kind of decide to split up or whatever, she she says, I love you. Like, I always loved you. I want to be with you. This is just my life, and I want you here. So because oftentimes I feel like in romance – romantic comedies it is very black and white it is you don't understand me i don't think this is gonna work yeah we're in the middle of a fight she still is like i want you yeah that's it you know and i love that and i think that that's the way that the world is moving towards in terms of like expressing love and expressing being vulnerable thank you Brene brown also on netflix (laughs) um but like so i i liked that 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 happened um my other new and noteworthy is that Keanu Reeves is everything. <laughs> is that new? It's definitely noteworthy, but I'm not sure if it's new. I feel I, like, I don't know. I've been in love with Keanu Reeves since I saw Speed. I think that was, I don't know that it was not my Bill first. Not Bill and Ted? I've never seen Bill and Ted. What? I know. I know. We literally, Billy I and I know. literally quoted it today. <laughs> I know there's there's something very wrong that I've never seen those movies. Um, I know about them. There's at least that, right? Um, but like, I was like so in love with Keanu Reeves for a very long time. But the thing that is new about Keanu Reeves in this is it is a he does what Anna Faris does in the movie Keanu, um, uh. <laughs> where she makes. She's playing herself, but it is so far removed from how I think yeah. Anna Ferris is as a person. Yeah, no, this is definitely not what Keanu is like in real life. Because, like, he's – this character that he is playing, who is named Keanu Reeves and has Keanu Reeves' life, mm-hmm. is super pretentious. And, like, they go to the restaurant and they eat the deer and it's it's a, the, a dish that deals with time and – Yeah, when he orders, he goes, give me a meal that – Makes you question the nature of time and space. <laughs> like, it's so, like, what the fuck? Um, they have to listen to deer the, noises while they eat the deer. <laughs> well, it's, so you can hear the, the actual animal that died. And, like, so he's sitting there with, like, headphones on, cutting his venison, and, like, a single tear. You know, like, it's just, like, fuck everyone and like that is the point of that scene of like marcus sitting there like what the fuck guys this is is lavender bubbles like this is insanity this humans don't do this but also like like especially since like this is not too long after john wick 3 has come out so like i feel like piano has been on a lot of uh talk shows and stuff and like people are like he's so deep oh my god and it's like yeah, no, he's great. And, like, like I'm, I don't know if you saw the puppy thing that he did, because I'm obsessed oh, with did. it. Oh, I did. Where it's, like, he gets asked, like, questions, and they're like, what keeps you grounded? And he's like, gravity. And, then, like, it was so good. <laughs> I love it. It's so amazing. Yeah, okay. and he broke the internet on when he went on Colbert. And, he did? Yeah, because he, he, they said something about, it was about, death and he basically was like I think like what happens when you die is that people who loved you remember you or like it was something like really like oh man <laughs> shut up Keanu <laughs> alright we could wax poetic about Keanu Reeves for days so <laughs> yeah he is great um, 
and everybody should also see John Wick, I guess, too, because fuck, those movies are amazing. They really, They're really, really, are. really good. Um, anyway, so. So, yeah, Kiss Meter, what did you have? Um, I had a nine. I mean, I just, like, this is sort of a blanket in that, like, some of them were real hot. I think it's not ten, because the, the car Uber pool kiss was, let's just go with uncomfortable. Um, so was their losing their virginity. That was like a little bit of like, oh, right. Teenage sex. It's not good. (laughs) Of like, you know, like it it was almost like, oh, we bonk noses and now one of us has a broken nose level bad. (laughs) Yeah. That was so funny. I have, um, a kiss meter of 75 because I really enjoyed I thought I, I was just concentrating on how hot their kisses were. Like yeah. it was, they were really, really good at being in love with each other. Um, I loved. I just really loved it. But I, I hear you on the the average being lowered because of the awkwardness. Yeah, but that no, was also just like prime comedy. Um, you have to take those those moments. Anyway, so Katie, would you watch this? Yeah, I almost watched it again yesterday. Yeah. No, everybody should fucking watch this movie. It's great. It's fucking great. Oh, I, you know what? I, we didn't... I meant to do this. We should... It's like new and noteworthy in a way that shouldn't be new and noteworthy is the fact that these are Asian American characters who do not feel like stereotypes. Yeah. They're... They feel very real and it was so great to see Asian people just being people. Yeah. Um... And, like, we need more of that. I agree. Um, and and substitute Asian with anybody who is not white. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, more, please. Um, also, I was listening to something, it might have been, like, a This American Life or something like that, about how, like, Asian men are base Asian American men, specifically, are taught that they're not really attractive um, because... They don't see themselves playing these attractive roles oh. ever. Um, and, like, all the Asian girls are, like, grow out with, like, are taught to that white guys are the are the hot ones. Mm. And, like, it's, like, actually a problem. Wow. Um, about how, like, they just don't, like, I mean, I not to speak for all of them, but as, like, a general, these younger Asian, like, male, like, high school, college age kids are, like, I'm not... Like, no girl will like me because I'm Asian. Like, full stop. And I'm sorry, Randall Park is fucking hot. Oh, my God, he is. <laughs> like, 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 guys, I, I can't say that you're attractive if you're Asian just blanketly. But, like, being Asian does not make you not attractive. Because, I had oh, such man. a crush on John Cho. <laughs> Kumar, I'm like, wow. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I just feel like we need more of these because, like, we need our what's what's his face from Henry something from, um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Also, like one of, huh, yeah, huh. Okay, um, yeah. Like, <laughs> hot Asians exist. That's a real thing. <laughs> Josh Chan. <laughs> Yes, Josh Chan. So hot gay Asians exist too. (laughs) Yes. 
Um, I also wanted to mention, um, just real before before we like wrap up, that I want the album of Randall Park's band in this because <laughs> it was almost sort of like they might be giants meets cake. <laughs> it was, and it was I, great, and I really liked it a lot. It was well, fun. I just really loved her. Like, like she was having the best time when they were together, like at his shows, and like people were like, "Yeah, this is fun," and she's like, "That's my boyfriend." Man, they're so good. They're so wonderful. And like they sing songs about like tennis balls. It's great. Well, he writes a song writes about a- tennis balls because they ordered tennis balls. I know, balls. and I loved that. <laughs> I loved it so much. And, and also, I just remembered that part when I, I made you rewind it. They have on the computer to Google, are tennis balls yellow? <laughs> what color are tennis balls? <laughs> Pro tips. <laughs> the pros will tell you. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. Which is like also like a real thing. Because like if you were like, what color is a tennis ball? Some people would say yellow and some people would say green. That's true. And I would I, say green. I would say green. But it's it's not that black and white. <laughs> well, it's not black and white at all. <laughs> it's not that yellow and green? No, that doesn't work. It's not that... Cut and dry. There you go. You did it. <laughs> Amazing. All right. With that, I think that's the end of this episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for playing with us for the last several minutes. <laughs> uh, so make sure you're uh, following us on all the social meds. Uh, one kiss means forever. One and four are numerals. You can also email us at one kiss means forever spelled out uh, at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Did yeah. I forget one time? I don't know, but you were you were. Oh. I was gonna do it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. You no, you're again. just you're just helping me, protecting me, and keeping me safe. And warm just, at night. You know, we we don't we don't know who owns one kiss means forever at hotmail <laughs> at earthlink.net. at aol or or um what was the other one. Netscape. What? <laughs> That's not real. Yeah, I totally real. had Netscape. Oh my god! Kid. Did you also have a live journal? I didn't, but also we had terrible internet, so like I don't think I could have like managed to deal with that. This is a really long ending. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us on all of those things that we told you about two hours ago uh, at the end of this. Yeah. Um, I thank you so much to Flint Pastures. Yes, and you can get his stuff on Spotify or flintpastors.com. Uh, he did our intro and outro, which yes. I neglected to say yeah. just now. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. See you next time, guys. And go watch this movie, like, real. Bye. Bye. Bye.